0: all right Billy uh, thanks for coming
1: yeah thanks for having me
0: all right uh, as you know we always start an episode with a dedication yes so guest gets to dedicate it what would you like to dedicate this episode for uh, I guess to?
1: Um, yeah dedicated to all the directors who keep having me shoot their stuff so
0: <laughs> oh, well, I love it right yeah <laughs>
1: thanks for hiring
0: me Yes. yeah <laughs> So this is really is your full-time job. It's not a side job. You yeah. really are full-time, like a contractor yeah. de- department.
1: People get, you know, I get, you know, text messages and emails like, hey, we need somebody for, you know, gaffer or grip for these days. And I'm like, cool, I'm available. Yeah. And then i get work
0: so uh today in the podcast we have uh, billy Straub. yes how you doing billy good how are you I, I was gonna mention i've been anxious i tell you all day if you know the film thing doesn't work you really should start your own brewery i, I
1: if, there is there is in uh saint mary's pennsylvania there is Straw Brewery. <laughs> really yep there's it's, no, it's an actual no, thing have you tried it i have it's, it's not bad it's pretty good <laughs> I, unfortunately they don't uh they don't have you know they don't put stuff out here. It's more of, you know, in that area. You have to go get it. You have to go get it.
0: Oh, just like in the old days, of course, you have (laughs) to go get them. (laughs) So you actually, somebody found it and like, did you search yourself or somebody like told, Uh, you?
1: I think my uncle had, had found it. He was over in that area and he went to there and he, brought back cases of it so that's how I was able to try it And but one of these days I definitely want to go and visit myself I right. apparently we're related like distantly like when when the Straubs came over from Germany right in like the late 1800s we all like like what Pennsylvania Dutch is actually Deutsch which is German so it's not okay. actually Dutch
0: right we kind of slanged it a little bit yeah. but it's Deutsch yeah. right Deutsch. So,
1: so a lot of there's a lot of German people in that area and so when we came over there and apparently there was like a falling out between some of them so Half right. of them like stayed in Pennsylvania, started the brewery, and the other half moved to Minnesota and started farming. And that's the half that I'm from. So. Yeah, I
0: mean, i think People forget Minnesota has like, <laughs> there's so many amazing German beer. I mean, it used it to be like Schmitz and Strohs and all mm-hmm. that stuff, right? Yeah. So you found. I kinda, now I'm going to look it up once we're done recording. But, it's yeah. really
1: fun because Jack's family also owns uh, a brewery. Oh, um, uh, the the, uh, the Shields or Shells Shells, I think it's pronounced. Jack is, Jack's related to them yep wow right yeah Ray. crazy when I, I, I was staying over at their house and they'd be like hey and then I saw they had a strawberry cup and I'm like hey I, I know that <laughs> one and so the Jack's dad is like talking to me about it and stuff like that. It's,
0: it's so really if anybody nice. can't remember um, our previous guest, uh, Jack um, Barenick, yep, uh, directed Max Bishop. He did uh, the lead star, Chris Ray was been on our show. So if you want to stop tape and listen to those, those previous episodes, but um, you did the principal photography for it, I did. Yeah. So so do you, do you have an update about Max Bishop? Any?
1: I think we are in uh, picture lock, and so now it's being sent off to the the audio editing and. Music and all—I think music's been going on there the whole time, but uh, auto editing right. is now—it's now happening. So I think it's end of July. I think Jack told me this we're looking at. So right. Well, it
0: sounds like yeah. The last time he spoke to me, it was kind of like still the deadline, still the same end of July and stuff. So awesome. You guys planning a big show? Yeah, I think or? we
1: want to do a, a premiere, like a local theatrical premiere.
0: Because he filmed it down in New Ulm Yep. We're getting a German thing here. Yes, we are. Max Max Bishop is kind of in German. (laughs) So you probably have like a premiere down there, right? Yeah, that'd that'd probably be nice. (laughs) Right. Before shooting, did you ever been to New Ulm?
1: Uh, Yes, I had actually... The couple of years before that, I had shot Daytimers for Jack. Oh, that's the short film. Yeah, the short film Daytimers.
0: That they're now, uh, I think right now as we're recording, Jack and Chris are promoting down at Oklahoma. They
1: just got back, yeah, a couple of days ago, I think.
0: Okay. You didn't want to go? Uh,
1: I couldn't. My car, actually, I had to replace the brake pads and the rotors. Well, first the brake pads, and then I was like, oh, these rotors are really awfully thin i better do that as well so that was a few days of doing that myself to save some money
0: is that fun yeah. especially in minnesota when you're in the weather luckily right?
1: it was we would do it during like when it was nice and warm because i was going to do it like right before the that, that blizzard kind of hit And then i was like ah fun yeah. in the middle of doing this and that blizzard hits that's not gonna be fun
0: somewhere. yeah replacing alternators at 20 degrees is, <laughs> right yeah or any tire work yeah I think by now, I think I was around your age when I was like enough. I'm buying a new car. I don't. I, I had enough of fixing.
1: I'm so cars. cheap. I'm just like, what is the cheapest way? Like that's why I didn't bring it into some place. I'm like, I bring it in. It's gonna be a thousand dollars to get this thing fixed or whatever. I'm like, I'm just gonna buy the the pads myself. I've done it before in, in yeah. high school. I've done this. This is not not too bad. Right. And then you get into it, and of course it's just like,
0: oh, more more money. Right. You look at it and you measure it. And it's gonna be like a twelve pack, two cigar <laughs> job. <laughs> <laughs> you don't measure in time. No. he <laughs> So as a traveling uh, contractor for um, doing like crew for film, mm-hmm. do you always constantly have stuff in your car or oh, what? All the time. You're My just, car right
1: now has got stuff. It's got gels and lights in there. So it's just, like constantly.
0: See, when I was a referee, I referee football. For many years, 20 years. And during football season, I would just live in my car because I would just, it's so much like your experience because people call you, hey, we got a, we got a ninth grade football game and we're short. You want to drive out there? Like, yeah. So you drive out there with your uniform and you get dressed in your car and then you do the game and everything. And then you get paid probably two months from now, right?
1: Yep. Yeah, yep, that sounds about familiar.
0: <laughs> yeah, or you know, some it's a, or you get a full schedule like your whole Saturdays you're doing games and then you travel, and you go down to Lakeville and then you do a film there, and you go yeah. like, yeah. so I've seen a lot of similarities of just refereeing my life to the experience of you guys and you do a couple, we do a couple games, you don't see a guy for yeah. or somebody for many years, and all of a sudden, well, hey, we're back again. It's, it's kind of like and it's a, like
1: no time has passed at all.
0: Right, yeah, and, and some guys I've never really I've never when I refereed, I'd never met socially. I've always met them in a referee uniform. Yeah. I really don't know what they do outside of it. And I think sometimes when you guys work in a crew, that's you, what you'll see them, you don't really see anybody a lot of times socially. You just see it when you're work, mostly working.
1: That's also because we're mostly working, so it's like there's no time for like every once in a while there'll be like a social event and everybody goes to it or something like that. They're like, "Oh, hey." And then we're like, "Oh, well, we got to go. I got to Early call time tomorrow or something like that. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah I kind gotta. Of, yeah, so, so have you filmed pretty much everything like from shorts to full features? And
1: yep, uh, do a lot of music videos. That's kind of really what I do. Probably the most um, with the director Matt Eckelm I work with him a lot. Yeah, uh, and we do. Yeah, we've done music videos for a band called How Long Wolf, which is in Switzerland. And uh, so we just do. We've done. I've done three. Matt's done like five. He so does like, if they're from weird.
0: Switzerland, have you gone? Did you go to there? Or we they come
1: really, really want to go to Switzerland. Sure, and, and shoot something. Sure, but yeah. mainly it's just been us like shooting videos here and then sending it to them. And then they post it on there. Okay. On their YouTube. And then, uh, we did do a really fun, uh, what was this? Probably three years ago. Was it really three years? Uh, three years ago, me and Matt drove down to Los Angeles and we shot two music videos back to back, uh, One for jail weddings, uh, and then one for a friend of mine's band, Uh, These Are Villains. And yeah, it was like a four-day drive down there and a four-day drive back.
0: just, but do you just go drive down to Texas and take a right? Or um, you kinda go through Oklahoma? We
1: went yeah, we went through like Utah and like we stopped oh, went in like Vegas okay. and stuff like that because yeah. we never like it was one of those things we're like, hey, we've never been to some of these places and we get to Vegas and we're like, Oh yeah, this is not us at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you get to Vegas, and you're like you just bombarded, right? Yeah. Your st- every it bombards your senses of music noise, lights and everything, and it's almost nauseating. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm very introverted, so that was just like, Oh, hi I, I don't want to be here at all
0: <laughs> I don't know how people can live yeah. there it's constant stimulation yeah I mean obviously if you, you it's great if you want to stake at 1am you could go anywhere it's cheap it's true <laughs> but anything else is I, I don't know I I don't know how you could live there
1: right nah right. yeah definitely not
0: all right, so if I make a movie in L.A. or Las Vegas, I'm not, yeah. <laughs> Nope, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, you I even, mean, the surrounding area is really nice, like everywhere, like oh, the desert out there. Like, that's really, really cool. And we, like, we're both, yeah. uh, we're big Fallout fans. We actually stopped in Good Springs on our way out of Vegas. And so we kind of like stopped all these like New Vegas type of <laughs> places. We're like, oh, yeah, that that's looks from the video. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. fair. I see that,
0: right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so do you gamble? No, no, uh, definitely not. I'm. I feel like I. It's. I don't. Because I really
0: <laughs> dislike casinos a lot. But with, with the way you maintain automobiles, I don't think you. <laughs> 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 it's like it's just it's just like putting
1: money in and then you just don't get any money back and it's like well this is ridiculous. Right.
0: Well, I, 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 the only betting I do is at Canterbury with the oh, horses. Okay. It's fun because yeah. it's it's, you know, if there's eight horses and you bet maybe three of them will win, uh, you know. That's a good chance. Plus, you know, you're going to not go ahead, leave winning. Because when you win money there, it's like everything's cheap. Oh, I could buy a beverage or something. Yeah. And then I did the stupid thing is because I was with my wife and she goes, well, how are you doing? Oh, man, I won 80 bucks. And my best (laughs) friend just punched me in the arm and goes, you never, never admit to that to your wife. You never, you're always, when you come out here with the wife, you're losing. Yeah. Because I I was like, darn it. Because then she's like, yep. I'm thinking maybe I can get more comic books. I got 80 bucks. No, she's thinking about house paint and yeah. getting rid of the deck and all that. Stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause I, I
1: think I've, I've done it a couple of times and then I usually don't, I, it's one of those things where I'll do it. And I'm like, Oh, uh, I lost, but I'm like, but if I just put, you know, $5 more and maybe right. I'll get it. And it's like, no. And then sometimes I'll get like, like I think one of the first time first time I ever gambled I was uh, it was the night before my nineteenth birthday so it was like all I right. was like getting in on the eighteen like just at, right, under the radar yep, yep and uh, I went and did um, Texas Hold'em and it was a twenty dollar buy in and I got all the way down until I had like a fifty cent chip in my <laughs> that's all I had left and I won the hands. And so I got nineteen dollars back so I had fifty I'm like, well, I'm only down fifty cents. That seems like a good, good place to stop. stop. yeah <laughs> so <then>. I left <laughs> with nineteen fifty and I'm like, fifty <laughs> cents to to play for like an hour. I'm good. that's good.
0: <laughs> but outside of shooting movies, what is kind of your favorite thing to do? i mean um
1: i guess i I, I played a lot of video
0: games with my friends uh we
1: were all kind of Spread out like I have a friend from high school that's in Duluth. Yeah, another friend who's in LA that I went and saw and uh, shot the music video for, and we just you know get on Steam and on Discord and we just you know hang out for a couple hours.
0: You do you don't do it competitively, do you? No, it's just, just more of just, just hanging
1: out, just kind of like yeah. the good old days of sitting on the couch together playing hey. video games type of thing. So.
0: Do you usually keep up to date with what's coming out or anything like that, or you guys are just kind of um, just casual,
1: just kind of casual, yeah.
0: Right, yeah. You because know, some people just buy the magazines; and they just right when something comes out, they just yeah. get it. You got a favorite console?
1: Um, God, I platform haven't played consoles in a while. It's usually computer stuff. Oh, it's
0: just right now. So, okay,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I have an Xbox 360, but I don't. I can't remember the last time. I think the last time I turned it on was like accident. I accidentally pressed the button, and I was like, "Oh wait, I'm not playing. Turn
0: this <laughs> off again." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Turn it around. laughs> so the button's right there and right. it's so easy to hit
0: right so yeah I mean that's kind of you know, outside of filming you still kind of that's gaming stuff so yeah yeah what do you do like in Minnesota do you do like a typical Minnesota thing do you ever like do sports
1: uh you know kind no, of a sportsy guy not really um I've been trying to get into like the Minnesota United football team but I'm the like so team, the, yeah the yeah. soccer team I'm just like like I really really want to because like I really like it's like it's like it's the biggest sport in the world, right like, and yeah. it's, it's like I should be interested in something Then yeah. I watch it, and I'm like, okay, this is okay, it's just people hitting a ball back right. and forth i like,
0: I'll, I'll tell you can I tell you why I like baseball better than soccer, yeah, all right, so baseball you you can your team can win like twelve to four, yeah and everybody's having a great time but you personally struck out three times you feel lousy but your team won yeah. right or your team lost 12 to 4 but you had three home runs hey <laughs> <laughs> i had a good day i don't care if, Well we lost yeah so we lost that happens right yeah. but in soccer you could stand in a corner not touch the ball at all in your team won one nothing you have a sense of contribution yeah <laughs> but i didn't do anything but yeah but our team won but it's the difference that's why i kind of like baseball it's yeah it's the mixed feelings of your team can win but you feel lousy man i gave up or even like a pitching i yeah i won the game but i gave up the three home runs and it yeah. but but soccer you don't have to do anything and your team won and you get a sense of like yeah Know. I
1: think that's also with the fans too, where it's like, "Oh, we won," and then, "Oh, and they lost." Like it's just that like divide between. Like, yeah, how you they, feel you've, about it? you've
0: been cheering so hard that you actually, with your cheering, yeah. and helped them. If but... I don't
1: cheer hard enough, they're not going to win. <laughs> <laughs> so, what got you into um, doing film? Uh, I guess I was nine years old, and my parents bought a like a video camera. Yeah, one of those. Uh, High eight tape cameras. And, and rests
0: on your shoulders. No, not yep. even
1: that. It's like it was like a handheld one. Okay, um, but yeah, I just kind of like took it and just like started shooting. Just tons. Like I have like a bag of like old tapes that I can't like digitize because it's like it's like oh. it's like just the generation before. There's oh, wow. like I could put, in, right. put on So part. you still I mean, have I'm it? I'm sure I could if I. Really wanted to. I could figure out a way it, but it's like it'll be so many, so many tapes.
0: Right, you're kind of busy you're working on cars and shooting other films. <laughs> 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 you don't have time, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, even at nine, you had a sense that you kind of just want to do it, huh? Yeah. I mean, before nine, would you did you like
1: watching movies and stuff? And oh like- yeah. Like my mom would take us to movie, like to the movie theater, like every weekend. It was yeah. like a, it was like a thing that we would do. Like I think we, one of my first, probably wasn't the first movie I saw because we definitely we were at the movie theater and we had just gotten out of a movie and I don't remember which one, but uh, this was when uh, Star Wars was coming back into theaters in the nineties.
0: Oh yeah, to fund the new ones. No,
1: not the, uh, the like the the remake, like the like the not remakes the. um like when A New Hope and all that came back. Yeah. Came
0: back because before Phantom Menace, yeah, George Lucas re- touched them all up and redid like New Hope and Empire's Right Back and yeah. cleaned them all up as kind of like the finance of Phantom Menace and yeah. Tactical Clone. So like, I think there's like 96, 95 that did he did it. Yeah, something like 90,
1: yeah, think like 96. Yeah. And we had gone in and it was the scene in, uh, in Empire where he's, you know, like he's, they're on they're in Cloud City and he's just chopped off Luke's hand and like I don't rem- like, like my entire head like like that was like the first time I've ever seen anything with Star Wars was like that pivotal scene
0: that pivotal scene stuck <laughs> with you <laughs>
1: yeah and yeah. Uh, but like I was such a like a goody two shoes I'm like we, we're we sneaking into this this theater like we can't we didn't pay to come see this like this is this is wrong and <laughs> she's like Shh, quiet quiet I'm like no this is like she wanted to show me like Star Wars. I'm like, we ha- we're we're breaking the law here. <laughs> <You're-> <laughs> we need to leave. <laughs> and so she's like, fine. And she took us out of the thing. But I was just like, oh, if I could have like told myself like, stay here. This is this is important. This is Star
0: Wars. Like, listen, like, watch this. Don't don't be such a goody two shoes. Yeah, we had um, Kirstie and Ellie here. Yeah, and they're were, they're were talking about the impact of you know Star Wars when mm-hmm. they saw that. They were like, God, we want to make movies. And um, I think Jake Curtis talked about when he saw Star Wars was the motivation to. Yeah do movies and I've had a bunch of others and for me as well when I was a kid like in I think it was four years old in 1981 that was huge yeah it was monstrous and it's kind of still is but it was everywhere yeah and it's still I think it impact everybody too that's how movies can maybe <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah cause it, was, it was a yeah. weird thing like like just movies when I was a kid it was like the things that I wanted to be when I grew up were always because of a movie, like I wanted to be a storm chaser because I saw Twister and Twister was fantastic. And uh right. like I wanted to be- You a, want to
0: dig up bones and go to tombs because of Indiana Jones. And, right? and
1: or, or even uh, Jurassic Park. I wanted to be a paleontologist because of Jurassic Park or yeah. I wanted to, uh I think I wanted to be an Air Force pilot because of Iron Eagle. It's like this, this 80s- uh, it's, Yeah, it's, they're,
0: they're the lower, this low grade Top Gun, <laughs> right, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Or even like top, top Gun as well. That was another, yeah. like, that was more Navy, but yeah.
0: And especially like my background, I, I didn't grow up really rich or anything. And you get mm-hmm. to see these other worlds as a kid. Yeah. And you kind of limited like, you know, I mean you, just, I mean, you see this like, wow, I'm going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> that looks cool. I'm going to go there. Yeah. So then you started like nine, just, just shooting stuff. Yeah. Not really a narrative, just
1: kind of. Uh, some of it was more of like, a, it was a mixture of like documentary stuff where I just had the camera and I would yeah. just walk around and just shoot what was happening. And then other times it would be uh, like me and my cousins and my brother and we would just like make things like, I think we made, uh we did like some like James Bond-esque type nice, of films right. and we did like, uh we we did like the first disc of Final Fantasy VIII and like I built like a gun blade <laughs> out of like a plastic sword and like a cap revolver gun and like duct taped together and it was the whole thing.
0: <laughs> well, I heard the Conan Brothers... uh did it too yeah when they were kids they actually their parents dropped them off at the airport and they made these (laughs) movies about going to the airport (laughs) as little kids with camcorders and stuff so so you know I think it starts early yeah and obviously it stays with you so even after high school you're kind of like I'm gonna keep doing this
1: yeah it was I think in high school like it was one of those things where I, I I liked Doing making movies and like little videos and stuff like that, but like I never, I don't think it was really because I was still like, oh, what do I do? I want to be you know like a vet or like a going in the air force or these type of like I didn't wasn't really sure. Right, and then I saw Clerks, and that was like, oh, this is something you can actually do as like a career, right? And so I wanted to be a director, and then I went to film school. Took a directing class and I was like, oh, I don't want to be a director.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want
1: to run the camera. That's, that's better. That's a lot better. <laughs> I have a
0: funny thing about Clerks is when I started my film school at the U of M,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, film history. And it was like probably like '98, right when Clerks came out. Yeah. In the, in the lecture, our instructor, we had a huge lecture hall. Maybe, couple, maybe fifty students were taking it. It's a full year course. You yeah. start in it September. It's one of those like not try. It's a full year of film. <laughs> For I remember because the beginning class, he goes, "All right, on a blank piece of paper, write your two favorite movies. I don't care what they are. And if anybody writes Clerks, you're out of here." <laughs>
1: I don't know what it is with film professors and hating on clerks and Kevin Smith. Was, we had the, a similar thing like in directing class. Our film professor was like, nobody's allowed to do any Kevin Smith material. And like that was like for years. And then yeah. finally he would like give in Bleed and let like some people do some Kevin Smith stuff. It was well, like, it's
0: non-academic, right? And I think people have, because Kevin Smith, when he filmed it, it's very flat. Yeah. Yeah. If you, it's, I mean, that's a big no-no. no no and kind of like that.
1: I mean, it it depends. I mean, what you're. I mean, I I understand why they did it because he didn't really. They didn't really. Right. Know it doesn't fit the doing.
0: academic structure yeah. of. But if you're gonna make a movie, just make a movie. Yeah.
1: Like, just tell a story, and that's. Yeah. What, he's like a, a fantastic writer, and that's. I really like when I wanted to be a director. I was like, I'm gonna be a writer director, so I would write my own stuff, and it was very Kevin Smith esque type of material yeah. that I was writing, and then.
0: Well, he's not, he's very honest, right? Yes. Almost too honest sometimes. <laughs> True. He, he loses relationships because that, right? But uh, it's very... I mean, obviously, you could tell it's his. Yeah. And he doesn't uh, pretend to be somebody else when exactly. he makes movies. Yeah. He obviously has appreciation. And right, he doesn't... He's not unapologetic. This is the way I'm going to make a movie. And if you don't like it, the hell with you. Yeah. <laughs> Which is nice. It's kind of refreshing. It's, yeah. It's, it's funny that the academics kind of disregard it. And yeah. Is there a film that you is like a directed or kind of film that outside of star Wars that you just really appreciate or, um, like growing up or like now, well, yeah, anytime now, or is there something? Um, trying
1: to think. Um, is, is I mean a... like my favorite movie as of like now
0: is sure, yeah, give it. baby driver. Okay. Yes. Like
1: that like I saw it in theaters like seven times.
0: Really? That yeah. Might, really? Yeah. I didn't love with that movie. It's structure. I mean, the beginning of it. Yeah. Um, when I when I went to see *Baby Driver*, up to the ending, I said this is probably the best edited shot film I have seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Probably up to like *Whiplash*. And I, I just I just have something with the ending to it. It's just kind of too. Oh yeah. cute. It's too nice. I wish it had a little more of a harsh editing. But that's me. But I, I when I watch it's like this is. Structurally well written, yeah, and it's shot. I mean, the music. I obviously everybody likes the music fitting well, but what is what is driving the movie? The movie, movie's driving the music, or the music driving the movie, or it's probably a bit of both. A little bit of both, because yeah,
1: because they, they were editing it on site, so like they would have like the animatic on a computer, and the editor would be on site, and they would get a shot, and they'd be like, all right. Did we, did we get that? And he'd make sure it, it fit within the movie. And like, yeah, we got it. And so like every day they would just add it. And so the animatic would slowly turn into the movie. So it was basically edited by the time they were done shooting.
0: So I gotta ask you, because you're mostly technical, when he goes out and gets coffee in the beginning, mm-hmm. how would you think they structured that? Because it's very well, tightly I, scripted. Yeah, It I looks mean, I, casual.
1: I think they probably have uh, like, like earpieces in or something like that and have the music. And so it's just probably you know like a, a dance routine almost and that you're hitting these marks yeah, it just takes a lot of. I mean, when you're you're Eggerite at that point, you could probably you know just be like, yeah, we're going to spend a whole you know two days shooting this the scene and just like doing it over and over again because those big long one takes scenes are very
0: yeah. It's movie magic. It looks like yeah. it's effortless, but I when I was watching, I go, man, they had it in my rehearsal after rehearsal. It's
1: complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. <laughs> as somebody who shot big, who likes shooting big long scenes and have shot a whole movie right. as one take. It's really complicated.
0: <laughs> did you really? Yeah.
1: What was it? Uh, it was called One Shot. It was a JC JC Renner, I think.
0: Is JC JC? Yeah. Not JC CJ. CJ Renner. Yeah. Yeah, he's been on the show many times. Yeah, he yeah. was.
1: Uh, he was the director of that, and that was uh, a couple weekends. I think we did three takes of it, and it was kind of like a, almost improvised, and so we kind of were So I had like a gimbal, not gimbal, like a Steadicam light like a is
0: it like fastened to you
1: yeah i had like a vest and everything like that and it, yep. and my ac would go and pulling off the barrel because we were like so low like we don't even have any like the nice fancy stuff it was like pulling off the rail and doing all the adjustments on there and then we'd get into a car and i'd pass it off to my ac and he'd get in and max, max and that's Salzburg. how you did right you yeah. were
0: an intention not to edit it. it would just make the camera be part of the. yeah
1: because it would just be like we're gonna he gets he gets the camera and then the car takes off and i get into a follow car and we get to the next location I get out, grab the camera from him, put it back in my vest, and we continue on. And it was a whole it was a whole thing.
0: <laughs> so when you when I mean, since you've done a bunch of music videos and mm-hmm. you like Baby Driver, when you listen to a song, do you think visually a narrative? Someday? All, uh not necessarily narrative, but I definitely
1: get like. I, Visualize like something like I I usually get some kind of visualization. I'm like, oh, this would be really cool, or like the beat, or like the certain way something works. And it's just I I've always loved music growing up, and could constantly like just see in my head like, oh, this would be really cool to see this while this music's going, and that this part of the song this happens, and it's all. It's that's why I think I love music videos so much. It's just because I get to like I get to do that. Like, all right, we we'll get to visualize the song and then I actually get to, to shoot that thing. So it'd be great.
0: I know my great grandmother when she had Alzheimer's. She loved music videos because they were a short story. Yeah, they were like two minutes, and she didn't have to maintain a long duration of memory. And she's like, "Well, that was cute."
1: Yeah, and it allows us <laughs> to experiment a lot, which I, I've really yes. learned to love. I used to, grandpa, was like, "Oh, experimental films, like they're just they're weird." But like, no, they're fantastic. Like, and just being able to like do some experimenting in a way like, cause like with narrative, it's harder to do that. But with like music videos, you can get away with that kind of a thing. And you know, it's yeah. such a short thing that you can, it's, it's almost like a commercial except it's a bit more fun. Okay.
0: So. Right. I would like to recommend one movie. If yes. you haven't seen it, you I really recommend cold war to you. Cold war. Yeah. From Poland. I've been wanting to watch that. Yeah. As one of the best shot films I've seen in a long time. It's really remarkably done. Yeah. And the narrative's kind of, not really clear. It's mm-hmm. more like a memory, like a slice of things that you remember certain things happening, but you don't know how it started or yeah. how it ended. And that's how they visualize. But the the cinematography is just, wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's a great scene where we're at a party and they're in the forefront and it looks like the background's kind of like out of focus, mm-hmm. you know, like it's not as important as concentrating them. And what they did is they shot it in, in front of a large mirror. Oh, So it looked like, it looked very surrealistic, yeah. but it's just, they're standing in front of a mirror watching the, uh, them behind it. And it's a very, it doesn't, you don't notice it because they're saying their reflection is not appearing, but yeah. it, it looks so amazing as a... Oh,
1: I love, mirrors are like, I, 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 anytime somebody uses a mirror in films or anything, um, I love it. I, yeah. It's my favorite thing. Because
0: it's kind of tricky, right? Yeah. It's kind of almost like for you guys kind of showing off. Kind of, <laughs> but it's also, like, there's
1: so many things you can, like, like do with mirrors. Not just, like, the whole... Well, I'm not sure about I'm impressing, room.
0: but you're like, hey, we could do this with it. Or yeah,
1: that. yeah. It's, it's just, there's so many different things you can do with them. Like, I, and the best part, I think, is just because they're not just reflecting light. It's also, there's, there's a distance to it. Like, when you shoot at a mirror, you have to focus beyond the mirror because it's reflecting light from... So, really, if you were, just in technical terms, with, like, lenses, okay. you have to... Uh, it's twice the amount of distance so like from like the camera to the mirror is one and then from the mirror to your subject you have to measure focus for that okay so it's double you have to yeah it's a it's a it's just i I love that it's a it's a really cool way of uh, um like you can do especially with certain cameras you can only get so close to it to the subject before you can't focus on it properly but you want to get it you want to be that, that big in the frame so you just put it in a mirror and you've doubled your focus or whatever like that, and it's still the same size in the camera, and it's just a really, really cool little trick.
0: You like working with even if the script doesn't ask for it. Do you like to use it? Oh yeah,
1: I got to sneak uh, a mirror shot in the Max Bishop, and I'm so happy
0: ejected. <laughs> 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 <hold> <laughs>
1: Like I always try, <laughs> try to get at least one mirror shot to everything I do, just because
0: it's just oh,
1: it's fantastic. It's, it's
0: like just. a little, like a little, almost like a little signature of yours, like hey, yeah, yeah, exactly. I I, it's it's just, like a little phantom Fred it. in there that nobody knows, right? Yeah, everybody has, everybody does that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm doing that in my comic book. You can sneak something to that, nobody's gonna notice. Yeah. it's uh, everybody does that creativity, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you always want to, You want to do a black and white? Um. I think originally we talked about
1: uh, black and white, but he really we had this idea of like a a black and white film in color, which is a really cool idea. Like just like like monochromatic, but then using the colors, and it was like that's a really interesting way of going about it. Um, Because I I do like black and white. I'd like to do another film,
0: something like. Oh, you done it before? I've
1: done some films. Like I I went went to film school. We we learned on sixteen millimeter black and white films. Like I've shot like legit, you know, film film which is mm-hmm. fun. S- still
0: in think, your bag so like, with, the, with stuff you do when you're not.
1: Yeah, like I have, I have a box at home of just like reels of film that I've shot. Yeah. So it's fantastic. And, uh, but yeah, I'd like to do another black and white film soonish. It'd be fun. <laughs> I just I just bought some uh, black and white picture film for my 35 millimeter camera. I'm going to try and shoot with that and try to just relearn how to shoot in black and white because I've done color for so long. And it's just, it, it you have yeah. to think about things a little differently like with, without like Color temperatures—it's kind of nice where you can be like, oh, I could mix all these different colors in, and it won't look bad because it'll be black and white. Them, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is why they did it in clerics black and white because like we have—I mean, it's cheaper to shoot in black and white. Right. And, and you don't all have the to different. You know, lights are different, and it just would look weird. And it's like, oh no, just everything looks
0: the same. same. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you—you you just got back from doing another uh, filming, another job, or what you're going to? for Matt. Oh yeah, well, we for were talking Mad. about it in prep. Um yeah,
1: we were in prep for that for a film called uh, a State of Affairs. It's Okay, what is it called again? A State of Affairs.
0: All right, I just want to make sure we got uh, that. it's
1: it's an adaptation of a Fringe Festival uh, play that was just that just happened here recently in, in Minnesota.
0: So it's based on a Okay, based on a play from Minnesota. All right.
1: Yeah, the, the Fringe Festival they do a, a bunch of different plays, but uh, Matt really liked this film and it was uh it's I guess the synopsis is uh, a young man wants to run away with the man he loves. But his parents have uh, held up his inheritance until he becomes, until he comes home with a wife. So he schemes with a call girl to, uh, to, I have it written down even. Yeah. Uh, to pose as his wife in order to fool his parents, which I like. I think It sounds
0: like, very like a European. Kind yeah. Of, yeah, yeah. It sounds fantastic. It doesn't really sound like it comes from the Midwest, but yeah. it's like a very, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you go see the play?
1: I have not, no. All I right. wish I would have, but. <laughs> <laughs> Matt will bring Matt goes and sees all these right, you're like
0: well eventually I'm going to you're going to show it to me yeah. so yeah yeah, I get it yeah
1: <laughs> like that's like Matt will like go out to like I, w- I wish I could go out to more like music shows but Matt will go out to music shows and find like bands and be like hey we do music videos and you know, that's how we'll get some of our, our bands for music videos which is just great and
0: you, you still you like well you like music i'm sure you go to concerts quite a bit so. i try to and i want to do more
1: but it's just one of those things where i don't really live quite in the city so I, it's like one of those like i have to drive an hour to go anywhere
0: right yeah. okay yeah because if you live outside the twin cities it's yeah, yeah. gotta make that conscious effort and then mm-hmm. parking is kind of a
1: yeah i don't i don't like driving the cities and i don't like parking the cities like if we could get <laughs> like better transportation in the cities that would be great like, I love the light rail. That's fantastic. Like you could park, you know, a little bit oh, outside yeah. of the cities, get on light rail and go in, like go see, like I went and saw a twins game that way. And I was like, this is the best. Like yeah. we don't have to like, everybody's leaving, just get on light rail and then we're out and everybody else is in traffic.
0: That's the best about the twins is that the light rail ends right at the stadium. Yeah. So you don't have to like, all right, it stopped. Oh, well, that's where the stadium is. There you go. And then you go back where you can. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a little break and we'll have more back with Billy. Hey everybody, I'm TJ. I'm
1: Serenity. And
0: we are Movies, Movies with, with the, the Misses.
1: We are a podcast about catching up on the classics we've missed, the new releases, dishing on movie news, and always making fun of ourselves.
0: Well, more making fun of you. Hey,
1: come on now. <laughs> you could say that we are...
0: A podcast about movie fans becoming movie fans.
1: You can find us on all the podcast apps, including Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and most importantly, iTunes. Also, hit us up on Twitter... Where
0: you can hashtag tweet at me, yo.
1: At MWTM Podcast.
0: Remember, take your missus to the movies before she finds a new movie. Mister.
1: you're not gonna find a new mister are you
0: well don't test me is all i'm saying <laughs> With uh Billy Straub. hey, do you do an instrument? You like music?
1: I used to play trombone in high school.
0: You got to get then, out of here.
1: Yeah, and I, really? I still have it at home. And I, I, I could, if I was, it's one of those things where it's like, if I, I had to like write like the note names above like all of the sheet music. Sure. Even then, but like I'm sure if like I remembered what each note, like I know the positions on the slide and everything like that, so I could pr- yeah. probably do it again, but it would take a little bit of
0: practice. A little practice. Yeah. yeah. Why the trombone?
1: I. I don't know.
0: I, uh,
1: <laughs> I think we, we just, I wanted yeah. to do band and then like they came in one day in like fifth grade to be like, Hey, you can try out like these different instruments just to kind of see what you want to do for next year for when you get into high school or into middle school for band. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, just the trombone. It's like, it, maybe it was a bit of the whole, like I get to do the, it's like the slide is really, yeah. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that whole thing. And the slide's really fun. And I don't know. Yeah. It's, but it's one of those things where, like not many people really play the trombone. So it's like a cool little like, like a lot of people like think play trumpet and stuff like that. But it's like trombone's like its own little special category where like, right. yeah, nobody, yeah. nobody plays trombone.
0: Oh, and you ever do drums?
1: I wanted to like after, after I did band, I'm like, oh, I should have just gotten into percussion. Right. That would
0: have yeah. been fun. That's but what like, I did in a band. Oh, drums. nice. Drums. Yeah. Nice. So the nice thing is when you're behind a drum set, everybody else can like, act like an idiot. <laughs> You just get to watch him, just yeah. yeah. You're jumping off the stage and everything. You're like, fine, you can be an idiot. I I gotta, <laughs> I can't screw up, so I gotta. Yeah, keep. Yeah, you
1: gotta keep tempo.
0: And yeah, I gotta everything. keep tempo. Which is, if you ever watch the Rolling Stones, Charlie Watt behind the drums, it's hilarious because Mick and they're all acting. They're dressed stupid to yeah. begin with. and They're all doing stupid, and then he's sitting there like. Old grandpa just like, ah, dang it, you
1: know? <laughs> Maybe that's just it, because uh, my favorite band is the Manic Street Preachers, and Sean Moore is the drummer of that, and he's very much, he's like super introverted. He's like, uh, and all the other band members, are like, they'll dress up and things like that, and he's just there doing his thing and just like completely like straight face. And he's,
0: I always like, thought like it's a dare to get the drummer to screw up. I think everybody for trying is trying their best to get the drummer to screw up, <laughs> right.
1: which is, just doesn't help because then you then you know. Use that and it's like then it just messes everything up and then everyone's like what what's going on because yeah. the drummer screws up then and it's like that's that's over the songs. Song's over.
0: Other, the only one I saw that was real. I mean, obviously, there have been animated drummers, but Trey Cool was out of his mind. Oh, yeah. He, especially, like, I think it was Longview. Every, when he's drumming the Longview, and he would just throw. As he's drumming, he's throwing drumsticks at the audience. Oh. I mean, he had to throw, like, 100 of them. But he's keeping the beat. You know, <laughs> yeah. And he's just. It's like, I can't do that. But. Yeah, like, you can't even
1: like do the like the the flipping the drumstick in the air and then and then catch it and then keep going. It's like that's like you have to really. I mean, I'm assuming that's a really easy thing. It's one of those things where like I don't drum, so like it seems yeah. like really hard. But like people are like, oh yeah, I'm a drummer. I can do that super easy. And it's like you know, the
0: twirls and everything. Yeah, like the twirls. Yeah. I'm like
1: I'm sure like just from an outsider, it looks hard. And then they're like, oh no, it's just yeah. it's like. Drumming one hundred and one—it's the first thing you learn in drumming. It's the twirly-haired
0: sticks. Out. I didn't. You know, I, obviously I, I could do a little bit, but it was mm-hmm. a—it's a, a shortcut way of doing it. Um, and I yeah. felt like, well, why you, you're not showing off? Everybody knows it, it is not the real <laughs> right. And plus, they're not—they're never there to see the drummer. So, that's I- the sad thing. <laughs> <Drippers> <laughs> unless you go see neo- Tool, then you're going, yeah, yeah. yeah then you're going to go see the drummer. Or those
1: drummers that have, like, the giant sets
0: that are, like, just like... Oh, yeah. I think the guy from Iron Maiden has, like, what? Yeah. 21 <laughs> different toms, right? <laughs> it's like, is somebody back there? <laughs> yeah. So when you do music videos, mm-hmm. um, do you ever do, like, a live performance? Uh, yeah, we've done a, a, a few of them, uh, and that's... that's-
1: really fun because then you kind of have you have like the music's actually playing right I really like uh like having the music if if I could get like the music to play while I'm shooting like for the bits that would I think would really help but just having a playback during a shoot I can like kind of I can do things with the camera that I'm like oh I can do this to the beat and kind of like have a little bit of a rhythm or something like that just do something with it instead of like we're going to shoot this and then it's going to put the audio later and i hope it kind of matches up and we i mean obviously we, we we plan those kind of things but it's like it helps when you can hear what you're right like, yeah. syncing up to
0: Well, somebody that's doing wants to do cinematography that's a good kind of thing to get started doing
1: yeah i i guess it would be um just yeah you because know, you have to with cinematography there's definitely a lot of you know you have to have a kind of a rhythm to it and kind of understands how that works even especially like i've yeah. seen so many cinematographers who when they're doing a walking shot with an actor, they'll be like, which foot are you starting with? So that you can stay on the same foot. Cause then it, it just, it, there's a difference. like when you're on different feet, it just yeah. looks weird. But then when you're walking, you know, in step with an actor, it just, it's, it's really magic.
0: See, I think people don't realize, I think when you see a perform acting performance, there's another person that's involved with the performance. That's yeah. you with, held in the camera. I exactly. mean, it's sometimes they're acting for you mm-hmm. and you, it's kind of a contribution, right? Yeah. yeah Cause
1: you're, you're like, Probably, I mean, especially if the director is like on a monitor somewhere, you're the closest person that they have. That's you know, giving them feedback because actors love feedback. So it's like, sure. okay. and you have to, and they're gonna like as soon as the 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 shots over, they're like, oh, is that good? And I have to be like. That's not my job. <laughs> <laughs> Director's coming, don't worry.
0: Stay in your lane, bro.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but also you do right. also help with like blocking and like if the actor, you know, like, oh maybe oh, yeah. I step here. So it is kind of there is that, you know, that, that dance you kind of have with actors. And the really cool thing is I think I think this is another Edgar Wright thing where he was talking about um, how he directs camera in the same way that he would direct an actor, which I think is brilliant. Cause like really the camera is just almost another actor. On it is kind
0: of, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. One of the greatest plays I have with camera was the end, I I believe my, is the end of Texas Chainsaw oh, Massacre. Yeah? You ever seen that? No, I haven't. The ending of it is when he's throwing the chainsaw in frustration. Okay. And so the cameraman, it's almost like a ballet of like, you know, it's almost frightening. Cause you, you think the guy's gonna get nicked. Cause okay. he's throwing the, he's having a fit. And the camera is not standing still, so he's going in, he's pulling out. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. And there's one scene, where like, he, I swear, there's one scene that he almost looked like he was going to he almost spooked himself, where he almost got the chainsaw right up to him. But oh. it's a it's it's one of those great play of actor and mm-hmm. cinematographer working together, and it's very dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> it looked very dangerous, and enhances the movie, especially at the end too.
1: I'd feel more sorry for if there was like a first AC at the camera, like trying to pull focus and be like, "That's <laughs> that's getting really close." <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the monitor with my little follow focus, wireless follow focus. That'll be will be fine.
0: If you ever get a chance, I, I would recommend just check this Chainsaw. Everybody, it's a. I don't think it's like a gory horror film there's not everybody it's just the title but i yeah. think there's some great camera work in there
1: I, I can't remember which one it was but there's a trailer i saw from one of them where it starts off where it's like it's uh, the camera's like on the ground and like yes. some sand and then it's like the guy walks past and then he starts dragging the camera and it's a dead body the camera's like a dead body i'm like that's that's great <laughs> i love that like you totally like oh this is just a, a nice low angle shot and I'm like no that is this this is a, a pov there's a, a great
0: uh well if we want to go back there's a great shot in Texas Chainsaw where the teenage girl she goes up to the creepy dilapidated house Mm -hmm. and she's wearing a shirt that exposes her entire back and she's slowly it's a low crane shot so it's on the ground but it's looking up and her back is exposed as she's walking up to this creepy dilapidated haunted house Mm -hmm. and you just get this eeriness like you really don't want to be wearing that when you go to this but it's a nice. I think it's a nice. It's a obviously it's a foreshadowing shot. But it mm. looks. It looks. that house looks way overbearing to her, and she yeah. looks very intimidated. And it looks like she's just gonna get. You know, but it's all because of how the angles and how it's moved. Exactly. It's, it's
1: beautiful. I, I love when like I, I there's a there's this French film uh, that I saw called Happily Ever After. That's what the English title is, and it's a. Uh, uh, Yvonne Atal, he's a right. French uh, director, and there's a scene in there where um, this woman's in a like a music shop, and there's no dialogue whatsoever. Everything's done in camera, editing the sound. Like she, as she's like walking through this music shop, you hear like the music, like because you know, like old '90s music shops, they would be yeah. playing music in them, and then instead of like everybody's on their headphones, but it's like they would actually have music playing out. And then as she's walking to the store, like the music shifts and changes as she gets away from the different speakers and then she gets to their one spot and it's just like everything just like focuses in on this one little area. And then like Johnny Depp who's in the movie actually comes up and they just have this moment where they're listening to uh, a, a song together and that's like the whole scene. And then like he walks away and then she like chases after him. But it's like one of the things where I'm like, yes, everything that they're doing here, like the cinematography and like the editing, it's all working together and there's not one bit of dialogue at all, except for the lyrics. But
0: like, right. When did you see that?
1: Um, I don't remember when I saw it, but it was. I think I saw that scene first, and I was like, "I have to see this movie." <laughs> and so now I bought it on DVD, and it's just, it's probably it's top five, one of my favorite movies,
0: actually. It's happily ever after. Yep, that um from France. I can't remember how you say it in French, but it has yeah, it has yeah. To it,
1: well, actually, it's it's uh, it's not happily ever after in France. It's some other.
0: Name oh okay in French but like yeah they yeah. do that sometimes but if you look
1: up happily ever after Johnny Depp you'll, yeah. you'll find it because it's well, because everyone loves Johnny Depp so they'll be like oh yes
0: right like, yeah
1: find that that's the movie so
0: do you ever how many times do you ever look at go see movies
1: um in the past few years I haven't really, but I've been trying to, to do more like I just got like a membership card at the movie theater near me. So I'm there like all right, every Tuesday it's five dollar tickets. <laughs> every yeah, Tuesday yeah. I'm gonna go. Like yesterday I just yeah. I just went and saw uh, the Avengers movie. So I was like, Yep, five dollars yeah. to go see that. Like I'm sure people are paying probably like
0: through the nose. Yeah. <laughs> <that you're>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, yeah. five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean Everybody, of course, you want to see it in a theater. So yeah. you still kind of make an effort to go see at least once a week if you can fit it in. Yeah,
1: if I if I can. Like the last couple yeah. of weeks, I haven't been able to. But yeah, I've been it was like, if I can do it on it. Like, and Tuesdays, usually there's not much to do on Tuesdays, especially like in the mornings. If I go like 1030 in the morning, you can go see a movie and there's like nobody in the theater.
0: When I worked through a shift, that was the best. Because yeah. you get off at like nine, you're like, hey, well, I'll go see a movie. Nobody's going to bother you because yeah. you're already up. And mm-hmm. then you want to, you, I mean, you want to see Daylight yeah <laughs> you don't want to be don't want to know what the rest of the world is doing when <laughs> you work third shift. but yeah so you probably once a week and stuff yeah. yeah and then i
1: just got the the criterion channel too so like now what's criterion so uh i remember filmstruck yes it's yeah. basically after filmstruck went away criterion channel was like or yeah, or the criterion like collection was like we're gonna make our own uh video service and so it's just basically a bunch of criterion movies okay in right. there and like and a bunch of other things and they try and they do like a, a daily thing where they're like here here's a, a grouping of films that maybe you haven't seen like like based off of uh like um there's a really great one that are like uh, uh women filmmakers and there's a bunch of great films by uh some great women filmmakers Nice. uh in a group that you can like all right, i can watch all of these in a row or whatever type of thing and then there's, there's uh they have a bunch of short films on there as well which is like this is just just yeah. movie heaven, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> like they just—I think a couple days ago they put out a—they put out a post on their Instagram that was, um, it was *Lace Samurai* and uh, *Murdered by Contract* like a double feature. And I'm like, sent it to Jack. And I was like, this, these are those two movies that we were like, that helped inspire. Right, yeah. We're like, look, they're showing He's like, I can't believe, this is insane. Like I can't find <laughs> murder by contract anywhere. Like the last time I saw it, it was like a Spanish DVD and that was like really bad quality. And
0: I'm like. I've, I've, I've struggled looking for it because I think he cited it yeah. when he was here. And I, I, I'm still like, yeah. And it's fun. a
1: really, like I was just watching some of it today and it's like, this it looks really nice. Like the quality is was fantastic.
0: Do you have a specific genre? I mean, you studied Star Wars, but you have a specific genre you kind of like or prefer, or, um, or you can just watch anything, really?
1: I can, yeah, I can kind of watch it. I mean, I like, I guess, starting out, I really, or at least with lighting-wise, I really like film noir and uh, kind of German yeah. expressionism. Like, Doctor uh, Cabinet of Dr. Caligari was a big yeah. influence uh, at the beginning, and I can, I still kind of like to have
0: It is kind of a those, weird like, ending shadowy. to it, right? Yeah. Is everybody crazy or just you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Go go ahead. But yeah, it's well it's German expression. It looks jagged, right? Yeah. It doesn't really look there's no God forbid you have a straight line yeah. you know, <laughs> or anything like that. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I don't know, uh I guess genre wise, I don't really Yeah. It's just kind of if it's a good story, I'll I'll watch it. So
0: Right. Yeah. Anything is a good story in how you do it. Yeah. Right, yeah. I think everybody would kind of like to do a noir it's all about shadows and lights it is.
1: i love shadows they're so great
0: yeah somebody one of the i can't remember his name um talked about noirs it's all well he said it's all about filming shadows not filming about filming people yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost feels like it's like lighting is just draping on people yeah it doesn't really look like it's light it looks like it's just a liquid almost yeah yeah so uh, did you what's your favorite noir do you have one oh um it's hard to put you on a spot but it, it, it is i didn't even think about and, this um because you know the like, tmc has noir alley and then yeah yeah
1: i know yeah, the other the um criterion channel just did a whole thing on uh on a bunch of noir films too that was,
0: look really good um but the funny thing is they're made because it's cheap they didn't have yeah. the budget to do this all the cameras true. so it's like we only got one light so right <laughs>
1: I've, I've done plenty of things with one light <laughs> i can't remember what the dp who the dp was but he had said something about if you're having trouble uh with your image turn off like 30 40 of your lights and i was like that's brilliant i love this like there's so many times like i've been on sets where we're like we're over engineering like we're putting up like flags and nets everywhere and like putting all these lights up to try and like Let's chase things off. it's like no nah, just turn some lights off it'll be great yeah and it looks fantastic
0: have you tried working with that experimentally just kind of like how we could do like singularly light points or something? oh yeah like
1: especially um like in film school they tried to like to push into us like the whole like three-point lighting but it was like it yeah. was always like it looks, doesn't look super great and uh i know especially um with some of the gaffing that I do, it's very kind of one. We don't really like the DP I work with Ben Enke. He, he doesn't like fill at all. Like there's like no fill light. He's like nope, not at all. unless it's like a natural. Like if you're next to like a white wall, then it's naturally filling them. But it's like no, nah, it's it's like one. It's like from one direction, and he likes uh, putting things from windows and just it's just the way yeah the way he likes to do lighting is very kind of it's simulating like a one light type of situation even sure. though we have multiple yeah. lights.
0: Well, the other the other I think I want to mention um cuz you worked on Roofs script mm-hmm. Hearts want and yep. did you do gaffing on there? I did. Yeah, so and that's another goal of my podcast is to get everybody from that project onto my <laughs> Well, you got one right here. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and then you did the you did the lighting on that one. I did.
1: Yep. I, because, so we were in a theater and I and I got to play with the light board, which was a lot of fun. So
0: and then you and Ben were working on there. Yep. And I think Jake Curtis was there and Kirstie and Ellie yep. were there. And yep. the, God, what an all star cast you had for yeah. the crew over everything. And Jason was directing it. Yep. And he's been on the show too. God, it's a, no wonder that looks so good. <laughs> when you get yeah yeah. Well, I had a guy who's like, well, how do you make a good independent film? He goes, hire good people. Yeah hire good people it's really, but I was going to mention Hearts 1 because you did the gaff did you it was intentionally smoky in there was that just naturally smoky I'm trying to remember because it's did. an old theater it's almost yeah. like you just it wasn't really like manufactured it's just like almost you picked the location because of it
1: I'm trying to think if we had haze or not I feel like we must have because Ben does like using haze yeah but I don't remember if we did
0: but either way it looks great Yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah, cause we definitely we put up some lights and like up on walls and because we we like to use like these quasars, which are these like LED tubes. Yes, and then we got the like now he's got these asters, bigger tubes, but it's like we will just like tape them up to walls, <laughs> and that'll be the lights. And like you can use them in shots because they look like practicals, like they look like just like tube lights. You can put like they look natural if you put them up in the right way. And it's like
0: I was, we just did our thing on Alien, yeah, and the whole lighting everything and supposedly alice cooper's con- tour was happening time and he had advanced lighting for the concert and he lent out a couple light cans there to, uh, you know so a lot of the strobe lighting that happened in alien came from alice cooper's crew that's <laughs> awesome <laughs> 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 so in fact i think when, when they go out to the the planet and mm-hmm. they have that tour light is one of uh, the show it but yeah oh wow
1: that's yeah. really cool
0: I think the, the learning, because I had to rewatch Alien to talk about it, mm-hmm. one of the fascinating things about Alien is that there's a lot of camera moving yeah. in that movie, and I think that's kind of intentional. Yeah.
1: I would hope it would be. Well, I think <laughs> yeah. it's
0: pretty, almost like they're showing off, almost like this is almost like the setting is really emphasizes the setting. Yeah. It was almost like a tour, almost tour guide. A okay, of the yeah. Yeah. So,
1: do you like to do crane shots? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever, I've never done like a crane shot. I've done like jibs, which are like smaller cranes, but like, I don't, I don't, know, I don't really do it too much. It's one of the, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like it kind of, it's kind of showing off. And then if it draws attention to itself, it's not, I don't really don't like drawing attention to the camera work. Cause then people are like, Oh, that's really great camera work. And it's like, no, you're not supposed to notice it. You're supposed to feel what it's doing. Yeah. Instead of be like, that's a great, you know, X, Y, or Z, you know, technique that you use there. And I'm like, ah. You notice what we were doing.
0: One of the one of my favorite ones is uh, the Heath Ledger Joker interrogating yes. Maggie Gyllenhaal, and mm-hmm. the camera goes around him. Yeah, and all of a sudden they go, and then he says, and "Well, I had to carve her face," and the camera just stops. Like that's serious. Nobody knows. Now, you're not really paying attention to the camera, but it's yeah. emphasizing the scene because mm. it's like, all right, he's talking and not really paying attention to why there's ends her face, and the camera stops. Like, who that? emphasizes yeah. the situation a little bit, right? I'm
1: sure that was difficult to do, to, like, get that times right.
0: Right, because I think what they probably had to set up something around him. Yeah, they
1: would have probably had a dolly track, unless it was yeah. a steady cam, which would have been probably a little bit easier for stopping, but yeah, just like a, some other, yeah. yeah.
0: So if you ever go back, go back in the dinner scene, he says, I carve her face, he yeah. stops, the camera stops, are like, well, that's that clever. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> Is there movies that you, um, don't really like or you like all of them um it's kind of hard to ask isn't it
1: yeah i guess there's one movie i really really it, it was uh Die Hard. dracula is like the worst film i've ever seen i've never heard about this and it's it's not something you would have heard of it's really <laughs> a friend of mine uh showed it to me it's like i've only seen it once so i want to watch it with you and that'll be the second time i've seen it and <laughs> i was sitting there watching <laughs> and i was watching the dvd player and i was just waiting i was watching like at the timer was like counting down to zero i'm like waiting for right. it to like count down to zero i'm like this is so bad there's like three actors who play dracula and then I, I think it was something about like dracula kidnaps this woman and this guy who's like american on like on uh, vacation uh in transylvania or whatever that right. goes and tries to rescue her and there's a great scene where he's like fighting dracula with like his fists and he goes i'm an american we're tough and he goes to try to like punch dracula and like he like gets thrown out of like this barn and i'm like this is so terrible <laughs> like it's not even like fun terrible like no the room, not, no like, no the room you can watch and you're just like oh, okay this is bad but like it's funny it is this fun, is man. like i want to die please can we push stop somebody anybody this is terrible and i never ever want to see this movie again
0: one of my greatest... I mean, everybody's considered... Because I think it came out two years ago. The Bye-Bye Man is probably like the room for horror movies. Okay. It is so bad. But it, it's so enjoyable to watch. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so much fun to watch. It is so, so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but that's... Uh, there's sometimes... There's bad movies that you can get. Yeah. Wonderful. And you can probably rewatch watch them. Well, there's, sometimes there's a great movie that you're like, I don't really want to see it again. Yeah. But it's a phenomenal movie. But like, I've seen it. I just... Not interested in seeing him again. So, is there something you like to continually always rewatch? Um,
1: I like to. Um, oh, what is it called? Um, I should know.
0: We did you this did in prep. But it's always yeah. on the <laughs> It's always right. It's right, right there. Right.
1: Um, <laughs> what's it called? <laughs> I hate this. I was, Terrible at this. Um, on the tip, there's no, a movie on. that you always watch. It's not even a movie. It's it's a it's an
0: anime. Um, well, it's kind of a movie if it's a full kind of feature, right? yeah. it, a
1: feature, Yeah, it's or anime series. Yeah, it's a quick. It a, and I should know. that I'm going to feel terrible once I say it. And I know what it is. Um, so Foolie Coolie.
0: Foolie Cooley? Yeah, that's not from the Ghibli thing. No. Oh, okay.
1: But they just. I think they just came out with a couple other seasons recently. But yeah, I just like. There's something with animation that's really fun to watch. Um, just even though, like some of those things they do with camera or the you know the quote unquote camera and, and those like you can't actually do and especially with actors like they're they'll or like you know with animation you can do so many really interesting things that you can't right. do in real life but it is still really cool to see how they use some of those techniques in ways and Hulu Cool, I think definitely it's one of those things where like I try to watch it once a year especially like before like a big project I like to watch it just to kind of I don't know why just, it's something I've been I've done and then like Ed Ed and Eddie is a really great Oh, what's cartoon it called? Ed, Ed, and Eddie. It's a cartoon show.
0: I never heard of that.
1: Oh, um, they it, 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 It's like a, it's like fake hand drawn. Like they they try to make the art style look like it's hand, but it's an old like cartoon network uh, show.
0: Okay. Um, it's kind of crude almost.
1: Yeah, it, it, crude in like I Is suppose the drawing it was, style. It's not super crude in the drawing style, but it's um, it's got you know like it's when there's like a still shot where someone's standing still, but the, like the lines are still being shaky oh
0: yeah um, yeah I know what yeah. you're referring to
1: but yeah Ed Ed and Eddie is a it's a fantastic and it's just a great little comedy about these three kids who are trying to like steal not steal money like get like they do they all make like scams to try and scam people kids in the neighborhood out of their like quarters so they can yeah. buy jawbreakers <laughs> and it's fantastic and there's like <laughs> I didn't know kids still like jawbreakers <laughs> <laughs> and the jawbreakers are like huge like they put it in their mouth and there's like a giant like <laughs> If they're like, the size of their head, these are jawbreakers. But it's that's a it's one of those things where they really, the art style and what, the ways that they use, and there's like so many references to things in yeah. it too, that you're like, this is just Well, fantastic. animation
0: provides so many opportunities to do things. I yeah. mean, you can blow up New York City in animation, you can't really do that, true. you know? Or you can go underground and you can go underwater yeah. with great ease and it's very hard to do with camera work to go mm. underwater, stuff like that, yeah. Well, Billy, God, this is an hour, man. Oh,
1: is it? That felt like it was a lot shorter.
0: <laughs> it does. So, I'm sure making movies feels like that too. Sometimes, when you're like, we've been doing this for eight hours. What? Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Unless you're watching the clock, and then you're like, <laughs> oh, how many? Oh, it's only been three hours. I don't know.
0: <laughs> would you ever consider writing your own movie?
1: I have. I've not made them, but I have a couple of scripts. So you
0: okay? Yeah. Right.
1: I mean, I used to, I used to write when I wanted to be a director. I would write, and I still have a. Yeah, I mean, I still enjoy writing once in a while. It's very rare. I mean, I haven't really written things in a while, but it's when right. I do get an kind of idea that I'm like, oh, I need to write this now. And I'm like on my computer like 2 a.m. <laughs> writing things down before I forget it. So.
0: Well, the only reason I ask is because I think if anybody's listening that's interested in becoming you know, a kid or a student or somebody independent wants to do independent films, mm-hmm. you probably want to probably explore all aspects of film. Yeah. You probably wanna to try to do the writing, try to do you know all of it, because eventually if you're gonna direct it, you have to.
1: Yes, especially yeah. as a director, you need to know what everybody's doing for their job, so you can, even if it's just so you can, when you ask for something, you know what you're asking for. Mm-hmm. You know, like I want this this thing that sounds to me, it's like normal, but it's a like crazy thing that I'm asking for, even though I don't realize it. But if you realize what you're asking for is crazy, then you're like, <laughs> oh, maybe I need to be better, or at least I've planned this early on. It's just one of those things where it's, it's nice to know people's jobs so you can understand yeah, what, what you're asking
0: for. Especially I've learned so many times interviewing so many independent. I mean, you have to learn to adapt. There's so many things, it's not yeah. always set in stone even though you can have somebody it's not going always gonna be that way. So you, it's preferably that people can able to jump in. And it, yeah. Not to mention if you do so many other jobs, more opportunities, right? I, it's it's a double-edged sword because there's some yeah. people who are like they do a bunch of
1: jobs and nobody really knows what to hire them for they're like oh, i don't I know get what it. you yeah. do and like and then the people who are like doing one job and like they'll do they'll get lots of jobs or like i'm kind of in that middle where i have a, i do a few yeah. different things and i mean i'm mainly most of the jobs i get like i'm being paid for are like in genie like grip and yeah. electric stuff but like doing camera stuff is a lot of fun and every once in a while i get a paid job for that i'm like yes i got paid to shoot something
0: this is the best (laughs) you ever want to be in front of the camera
1: no, <laughs> <laughs> never. I was so happy when I was like, this is just audio only. I don't have to like, I, the camera. It's fantastic. I, I, I
0: think that's where really, I think I said audio only. I think yeah. I, I'm somewhere he's smiling. Yeah, it is. All right. All right, Billy. Well, thanks for coming, man. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I actually, I actually enjoyed myself. I was so
1: nervous coming over here and I was like, uh, like hands in the steering wheel white now. Cause I'm like, this is going to, I'm like, no, this is great.
0: Okay. Well, I'm glad you had a lot of fun yeah. doing it. Um, it's not over till the guest says it's over. then I just won't say
1: it's over (laughs) oh I said it